Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I am at Boston's Fenway Park watching Jim Londis defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Ireland's Dano Omani. Nobody in this entire stadium had heard of Omani six months ago, yet here we are, packed to the rafters. A wild crowd coming unglued as the Irish striker strikes back. Will you shut up? We're trying to watch the fight. Right, sorry, sorry. Today on Wrestling Curiosities, I am going to tell you about a man who, despite limited ability, became a world beater. A man who would gain in charisma what he lacked in catch, and a man who would, for better or for worse, change professional wrestling forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting out of County Cork, Ireland, he is the unstoppable master of the Irish whip, Dano O'Mahony! The Mizzenhead Peninsula, County Cork, Ireland, 1912. The significance of Mizzenhead was both underground and overseas. It was the home to copper mines that brought money into the region. And it was typically the final bit of Europe that wayward ocean travellers would see. In the small town of Dury-le-Main on September the 9th, Daniel and Susan Omani became parents for a fourth time to Daniel Jr. They would become parents three more times after this. We, we can only assume they were building a small army or a football team. The Omanis, as is oft the case with wrestling prodigies, had good genes. The patriarch, Big Dan. I mean, I'm, I mean, seriously, this guy's nickname is Big Dan. Do I need to go into more detail? Fine, okay, I will. Big Dan was six foot five, seemingly built from iron, and he was a track and field record smasher. By day, he worked on the family farm, along with his wife, their children, and of course, our Dano. Now, Dano had left school at 13 to help out on the farm, but this wouldn't be his life. Oh, no. He would put his strength to great use when he reached adulthood and joined the army. In the early 1930s, Dano moved to County Kildare, where he trained for the Defence Force at Curra Camp. It's here that Dano discovered that he had inherited his dad's athletic skills. He took on all comers on the track, in throwing events, in boxing and in wrestling. 
Do you know which Omani shone the brightest in? That's right, the hammer throw. You were thinking wrestling, weren't you? Nah, he actually wasn't that into the combat events that he did. But give that boy a metal ball on a wire and a good bit of clearing, he was going to have a lovely time. Despite being nonplussed by boxing and wrestling, he did well at it. Boxing mainly, as he had an unparalleled, undefeated streak in amateur boxing as part of his army regiment. With wrestling, he was good. He wasn't great, but he could hold his own. It was a heady combination of his skill, his ability at fighting, and his handsome features that got him in front of former wrestling champion, now Boston-based wrestling promoter, Paul Bowser. Since retiring from wrestling and going behind the scenes as a promoter in the Boston area, Paul Bowser had changed the game, but now found himself in need of a new star. There was still quite a shoot territorial elements to pro wrestling, despite the fact that the majority of fights, if not all of them by now, were predetermined. And Bowser was locked in a very real rivalry with New York-based promoter Jack Curley. It all started when Nat Pendleton, one of the wrestlers in Curley's stable, lost in a real fight to Bowser's John Pisek putting the world championship in Camp Bowser. Along with promotional allies Billy Sandow and Ed Strangler-Lewis, Bowser kept the belt amongst their guys. However, Jack Curley played dirty and instructed his charge, Stanislaw Sabisco, a Polish powerhouse who deserves an episode of Wrestling Curiosities of his own at some point, to go against the planned finish and take the belt back from Team Curley. This type of shenanigan was actually quite commonplace. We're still in that weird bit where some are taking wrestling very seriously. We're kind of overlapping with Ivan Podubny here, who was a Cossack champion who infamously never played along with the great fix of wrestling. Bowser wanted to right this wrong, but more importantly, he wanted to make money. Bowser had his finger on the pulse of society, and he recognized that New York State, in particular Boston and NYC, had a burgeoning Irish population. Many Irish men and women had traveled to America to seek their fortune, and Bowser wanted a slice of some of their newfound fortune too. He put his efforts into finding the next big star, somebody who could represent the major population of New York, somebody who people of the Big Apple and the surrounding area could connect with, somebody who they would pay to watch triumph over adversity, someone just like them, Someone Irish. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. An office in Boston, January 2nd, 1935. A desk is near the window. Sat at the desk is the husky physique of former pro wrestling middleweight champion Paul Bowser. On the other side is a well-built, well-dressed, somewhat shy-looking young man, no more than 21. There, after just a few months of training under the guidance of Paul Bowser's frontman Jack McGrath, and after multiple strings were pulled with the Ministry of Defence in Ireland and US immigration, Dano Omani was in the office of Paul Bowser. He had just signed one of the biggest wrestling contracts in history, a five-year deal valued at $100,000. That is a huge amount of money for a young man in his 20s. You're the strongest man in the world, Paul decreed to his new charge. And you're in America looking for international competition. Now, we know how wrestling goes, don't we? This wasn't the case at all. But this is how Paul Bowser had fluffed the press ahead of his mammoth signing. He wanted the whole world to know. No, no, no. He wanted the whole world to believe that he had just made the biggest wrestling acquisition in the history of the sport. Here's the kicker that I haven't told you yet. It wasn't supposed to be Dano Omani. He wasn't the first choice. Originally, once Paul Bowser decided he wanted to make some emerald green, if you get my drift, he cited a slightly older gentleman who had caught his eye at the Olympics, one Dr. Patrick O'Callaghan. Congratulations, Doctor. I knew you'd bring the bacon back to Ireland. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. I see it. It was a terrible fight when it lasted. I'm glad I did. We have it anyhow. Pat is considered to this day one of Ireland's greatest athletes. He was the first Irish athlete to win an Olympic medal representing Ireland as opposed to Great Britain. In 1928, he won the gold medal for hammer throwing at the Games in Amsterdam, a milestone moment in Irish sporting history. An administrative error almost cost him his second gold medal four years later in Los Angeles. You see, the surface of the hammer circle had always been of grass or clay, and throwers wore field shoes or steel spikes. Pat discovered on that day that a cinder surface was to be provided, and he turned up wearing spiked shoes. Despite the handicap, he still managed to qualify with a belter of a hammer throw. When it came to throw again, O'Callaghan had resourcefully found a hacksaw in a groundskeeper's shed and cut the spikes off his shoes. One hearty throw later, and Ireland got gold again. So why did Pat O'Callaghan turn down an offer to embark on a wrestling career? World travel, fame, glory, money, all of that on offer from Paul Bowser. 
Pat, however, was turned off by the idea of wrestling. He considered it a foolish endeavour and was making great money at his medical practice in County Tipperary, very much his main focus from his side project of being the best hammer thrower in the world. So it was a no from Pat. But he had pointed Bowser's team towards a young man he'd seen showing some masterful skill and charisma at the Curracamp Army Games. That young man, at the encouragement of one of Ireland's greatest athletes, now sits across from the most powerful wrestling promoter in the world. The ink is barely dry before Paul Bowser starts mapping out the professional wrestling career of his Irish ace, Dano O'Mahony. Are you ready for something pretty awesome? A piece of wrestling history was born in the week following this monumental signing. Paul Bowser had recruited a training team for Dano, and it was at one of these training sessions where an important part of Dano's moveset was put in place. So we need to get you a finish, kid. What can you do? A finish? I can post to the crowd to finish, if you like. We're not talking about hot-dogging and grandstanding. We're talking about a finishing move. Like how Ed Strangler Lewis did the stranglehold. I don't want to strangle the guy. I'll get disqualified. What about that whole Chief Little Wolf did in the garden last week? Called it Indian Deathlock, I think. Oh, yeah, he tied that guy up seven ways to Sunday. <laughs> uh, that sounds... Complicated. Well, we don't want to overload that pretty head of yours. C can you throw a guy? Are you kidding? I used to throw me brothers around all the time. So if you catch a guy running at you, whip him over your shoulder. That's your finish. We gotta give it a fancy name. What about the Irish whip? Get this guy a can of coke. We have a finish. Yes, lads! Happy days are here again. Okay, so it didn't go down exactly like that. Thank you, Jay Hunter from OSW Review and Alex from Wrestling With Regret. But the fact remains that it was in this training session that the Irish whip was born. Think of all the spine busters and power slams that were given birth to as a result of an Irish whip. If you've ever bounced off the ropes in a wrestling ring after an opponent has thrown you, you do so in gratitude to Dano O'Mahony and his team. We got a guy with a strong look, an exciting finish, and all the hype. The only thing that was missing was wrestling skill. Now, Dano could wrestle. He'd done a little bit of wrestling in the army, but he was, he was no world champion material. In seeking out a new Irish star, though, Paul Bowser wasn't fussed with wrestling prowess, something his forefathers would have balked at. As long as Dano could learn a handful of holds, have a big finish, and look good doing it, that was all that mattered to Bowser. Bowser touted Dano O'Mahony as the Irish champion. He sent a warning across the bows to the NWA and the AWA that this young, hungry fighter from a small village on the Emerald Isle was about to become king of the world and would accept challenges from anybody brave enough to step up. Now watch closely and you'll see O'Mahony pin him for the victory. Dano O'Mahony was booked on an unparalleled 49-match undefeated streak. Now, most guys in the locker room were more than accommodating for Dano O'Mahony's shortcomings in the ring. They would make sure that O'Mahony left the ring looking more credible than he did when he arrived. This behooved them because it meant that if they put on a good match with O'Mahony and they impressed the right people, they could go again and make even more money while strapped to the strapping young man with a rocket strapped to him. Not everyone. 
everybody in the locker room thought this way, though. There were quite a few who were very resentful of the push that Dano Omani was getting. And then there was Dick Schickart. Fighting out of Tilsit, East Prussia, Germany. Formerly a German Navy soldier and trained to wrestle by the great Tootsmont, Dick was a bit of rough in Toots' stable. He could wrestle, he could sports entertain, but he could quite happily take it to you in a real fight as well. If you bumped into him in a night out one night whilst Dick was at the bar and you started telling him that wrestling was fake, you'd end the night looking like you'd worn broken glass and chewed a brick. Sheikart was double, maybe triple tough. And on April the 1st, 1934, he was in a foul mood. Dick was upset that he was constantly booked to lose matches, feeling like he was being overlooked by Toots and the higher-ups within the wrestling body. Sheikart goes down, even the referee down on all hands and knees, and he's panning him. Lewis, the winner. There was also talk that a promoter from New York owed Dick a lot of money at this point, which didn't help his mood. Dick arrived in Madison Square Garden on this night, pretty angry with the world, knowing that he would be putting over Dano Omani, the Irish pretty boy hand-picked for greatness. This was the final straw. From the moment the match got underway, those backstage knew something was amiss. Dick metaphorically tore the script up and absolutely leathered this young man. Omani, who had no shoot fighting training and was at the mercy of Sheikart's onslaught of punches, kicks, forearms and elbows, managed to get just one lucky strike in that bloodied the nose of Sheikart. He tried to get the match back on track, hitting Dick with his patented Irish whip finish. But Dick simply stood straight back up and kicked Sheikart firmly in the chest. Concerned that his ribs may be broken, the referee stopped the match and awarded the fight to Dano Omani on grounds of bad sportsmanship. The police even turned up to take Dick Sheikart away. So, yeah, not everybody was enamoured with Dano Omani at this point. Another person unhappy with the rise of the Irishman was Jim Londos, the reigning world champion. Londos was picked by the Wrestling Trust as their guy. Before Hulkamania ran wild, Londos mania was running wild. That, that, that doesn't scan as well, admittedly. In his early years, Londos was big box office, and boy, he knew it. He was selective of who he faced and where he did it. He could be quite the bad penny if he wanted to. His position was secured by a $50,000 deposit to the trust. So if or when he lost a match and dropped his title, he would pocket an additional 50K, almost unheard of levels of territorial control. Londos had his doubts about the rising star, Dano Omani. Omani had taken his licks across the country in his first six months. See the pasting that Dixie Cat put on him that we just talked about for one example. But Londos brushed him off as a flash in the pan. Meanwhile, Londos was defending his title against hand-picked opponents to shrinking crowds, including a shocking MSG match against Dr. Harry Fields that barely drew 4,000 people. It wasn't long after this that he was banned from competing in New York City altogether 
after refusing to defend his title against Chief Little Wolf. Tensions between Londos and New York City cooled a few months after this. The trust cleared the air after Londos agreed to his scheduled title match with Chief Littlewood, the one he ducked earlier on, and providing he scheduled a championship match to Dano Omani. That brings us back here, right where we started. June 27th, 1935, Boston's Fenway Park. Jim Londus is in the fight of his life against Dano Omani. They have been going at it for one hour and 17 minutes. Dano hits a crossbody from out of nowhere. Here is your winner. New World Heavyweight Champion, Dino Omani! 25,000 people are screaming for a man who six months ago they never knew existed. So why did Jim Londos eventually back down? and allow Dano Omani to get the title from him. Well, Londos knew his time was coming to an end. He wasn't an idiot. He could see the writing on the wall. He could see the crowds dying away. He was ready to retire. In fact, it was something he was talking about just a few months before. Plus, as agreed by the trust, he earned $50,000 that night by lying on his back for three seconds and stepping out of the spotlight in favor of Dano Omani. Dano Omani left Ireland as a young man with promises of greatness and some mild confusion about the world of professional wrestling. He returned a world wrestling champion and an international superstar. So Dano Omani comes home. And there isn't much doubt that Barry Hobb isn't pleased to see him. Sadly, Dano's life was cut short by a car crash in 1950. Dano died at the age of 38. The story you've heard today doesn't sound like the life of a man who didn't reach his 40s. This sounds like the story of a man who wrestled into his 70s. A lot of life in those mere 38 times around the sun was achieved by Dano Omani. The legacy of Dano lives on in professional wrestling today. Irish Whip Wrestling in Ireland was founded and named in his honour. They hosted the Dano Omani Invitational every year in an attempt to give a young Irish wrestler an opportunity, not dissimilar to its namesake. But Dano's legacy stretches further than that, and it's part of the wrestling fabric today. You watch WWE, you watch NXT, you watch AEW, Impact, New Japan, any wrestling anywhere. And every single time a wrestler bounces off the ropes and the commentators call the Irish whip, that one's for Dano. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 